0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to our next interview session. I hope you guys are as excited as I am. We have another vegan business amazing, not only expert, but mind in our kind of vegan business community that has been working to not only pivot, like many of us are doing right now, but also has a very unique offering to the world, a very unique way that he's making a difference in the world. So I want to spend a little bit of time Giving you some background and introducing you to our speaker today. We have Sean Stratt- Stratton, um, and he's going to talk about his business. He's going to talk about what he's really doing in the world around film festivals. When we initially had a chance to talk, I was really excited about hearing. Story because there's a lot of times when we think about the vegan world, we think about the vegan business world. A lot of times we think about food, we think about products, but I think sometimes we forget about the creative side of things. So I was really excited to hear about um, Sean, your film festivals, what you're doing, and how you're bringing them really to the world, and also how you're collaborating with different organizations and people on the ground to be able to get these messages out. Um, to be able to help people tap into vegan messaging and also the way that film has been changing a lot of people and converting a lot of people to veganism. It's really excited to be able to have someone as a pioneer in this world. So number one, Sean, welcome. Welcome today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
0: So I would love to just, before we get into the nitty-gritty of what you're doing, how you've been flexing, how you've been adapting to this current environment, could you give kind of our audience maybe a little bit of background on a little bit yourself, but also how you decided to start your International Film Festival?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm um, living in Ottawa, Canada, and I've uh, been here for a few years. I've moved around quite a bit, uh, but um, we're here right now and in loving it, I have uh, three girls and um, three young girls under nine years old that are busy and at home right now and, and a busy wife as well. And we're all vegan and, uh, and thriving. And um, yeah, about three years ago, I decided I wanted to get involved in the plant-based community more. I, uh, it's been about four years, four or five years that we've been vegan and um, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur and an organizer, event organizer, and, um, kind of looking for how I could, you know, contribute to the community and, <clears throat> and the space that I could be involved in and something that I was interested and passionate about. Uh, my background is in leadership training and corporate leadership training and, um, doing some events at that as well, corporate team building. And, um, and yeah, I, I, I thought about, you know, getting involved in veg fest and things like that. And, um, at the time, I decided I didn't have the space and time and interest to to get take uh, you know a full veg fest on. but uh, the idea of a, a film festival kept coming up in my head and kept coming up. and there's a couple of film festivals that I've gone to for years that I've been really, really interested and really inspired by. one of them is the Banff Mountain Film Festival. It's a mountain adventure film that does a based in Banff, Alberta in Canada but does a world tour as well. and it's been going for almost forty years, but I've seen it in many locations around the world. And I've always kind of had that idea in my mind and thought well maybe you know when i was first coming to ottawa three years ago maybe i could uh, bring a uh, a vegan film festival to ottawa and um i did some searching and i found there were no vegan film festivals (laughs) and i was really surprised with that and uh um, so I said, well, why not <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's try let's to, start one. um, I don't come from a film background. I don't come, uh, you know, necessarily a festival background of organized triathlons and, and expeditions. And, um, you know, my background before the leadership consulting was leading wilderness expeditions around the world, mountaineering, sea kayaking, backpacking with a leadership focus. So, so I've done organizing for sure. And, and lots of leadership, but <clears throat> never the film stuff, but <clears throat> excuse me, just going to take a drink. I figured, uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, if I don't know, there's probably people out there that can help me and that do know. And so I dove into it and created the International Vegan Film Festival.
0: And uh, it's it's taken off. That is wonderful. I mean, it's a great, I think, background to let people know where and how you got started. Because for a lot of people, they're thinking about doing film festivals. They're thinking about what they can do. And a lot of people probably are watching even, probably like... um, you and I maybe have kind of that activist kind of itch in us where we're always looking for ways Mm -hmm. to drive impact, to help. So um, do you feel like your film festival is kind of one of those avenues for you to do your activism? And if so, um, kind of how do you, how do you make that happen?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm similar, you know, I'm not, I'm not the one, the first one to grab the sign and and go downtown to the protests. And, and I have been in some and and a few, and I probably will be in a few more, but I'm not kind of the frontline activist type person. But, um, you know, I think every vegan in in their own way is an activist just by just by choosing this lifestyle. Um, But there's more, there's always more we can do. And I think it's important if uh, you have that activist in you to do something that feels right for you. And, and, blends itself with your talents and interests. And um, and for me, you know, having this film festival, yeah, it's, it's a huge sign of activism. I'm giving these great films, uh, not necessarily a new life, but an extended life. Uh, I'm trying to get these films in front of audiences that may never have seen them, uh, and, and taking that far and wide around the world. And I think just by people being open to these films that are, that are involved in the festival, it, uh, it shines a light on, on veganism and everything that's about in, in all aspects.
0: Perfect. Now, give us a little bit of a sense of before and after. You know, we're in an environment right now where, you know, many of us are still have some stay at home orders. Uh, many events have been canceled and so forth. So walk us through maybe what your film festivals were like before. And then if you have an example of where you think your film festivals are going to be going in future or how you've been pivoting, maybe we can give the audience a little bit of perspective on that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like anybody right now, it's still a work in progress. Um, It's definitely uh, evolving daily, definitely weekly um, and, and yeah, and daily. Uh, You know, one of the big pivots we've done just last week was uh, the way the film festival is structured, it happens in Ottawa every October. And that's the main festival where we show a bunch of the films and then we announce all the winners. And then once the Ottawa festival wraps up, then we package kind of a two hour screening of the best of the best films, mostly the short films. So they range from two minutes to 40 minutes long.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: this year we had 12 films included in the world tour. And then we work with local hosts around the world that um, basically purchase the, the world tour as a licensing fee. And then they organize it, plan it, run the whole event and, um, they keep the, the profits for themselves. They can do it as a fundraiser, as a side business, um, what have you. And so the films were never available online through our website. <clears throat> it's something I thought about and, and have been thinking about, but was wondering how I would compensate all the filmmakers and what platform I would have it on and what I need, a, you know, a big system like Spotify to like set it up. And, you know, you get these things, you just work it in your head and sometimes you just make it like way too complicated. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what I've been doing. And, and then, once, once we realized that a bunch of the world tour screenings, I think we had seven screenings that were canceled in the last two months, ranging from Australia to Scotland, to Vancouver um, and, and other places. And once they all were canceled and I knew they weren't going to be shown at least till the end of June. And it looks like probably going forward to the end of the summer and sorry, our world tour schedule runs kind of November 1st to October 31st, uh, sorry, yeah. August 31st. So August 31st is kind of the end that it could be for the October festival. Um, once I realized that these ones aren't going to be shown. I thought, well, maybe we can just stream it online for free and um, as kind of a temporary basis, because uh, once kind of we get to October, into a new year, new, <clears throat> new films, and um, the films that we're showing right now are incredible. They're still all very new. They're all within the last three years, um, and they deserve an audience. And um, so talked to some friends and some people I work with, and we managed to work it out. I went Touch base with all the filmmakers, and wanted to get obviously their permission to to do this, to offer it free online through our our website, and and they were they were thrilled about it. Thought it was a great idea, and um, just getting the you know the festival out to more audiences and more members, and and in the end, it's it's obviously given the um, we had such a great response. There's so many more people that are finding out about the festival that never knew about it. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. And so that's a massive pivot we've done. Um, we've gotten some incredible press. We've probably gotten six or seven of the major vegan media sources writing on us in the last two weeks. Nice. Um, without this pivot, that wouldn't have happened. You know,
0: <laughs> they wouldn't have had anything to it's write It's amazing about. how, you know, sometimes things that we feel a little painful, sometimes something nice can blossom from it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I, I was definitely making it too complicated. And we're like, you know, let's, let's get a YouTube channel. We have a YouTube channel, let's put it on our YouTube channel. We'll have a stream from our website. I'll put a little slide up there at the beginning saying, just explaining what we're
0: doing and away we go. And and that,
1: that's what really
0: all it talk. Perfect. Now I know some people are probably watching this saying, Well, how do I watch it? Can I watch it? Do you want to just walk people through the process if they want to participate?
1: Absolutely, yeah, it's, it's really simple. If you just go to our website, which is the, ivff.com so the international vegan film festival that ivff.com um there's a watch button right on our homepage and that takes you to the next page with a little letter from me and then uh, a link there to the to the films perfect so super simple
0: getting the word out all right let's make sure everyone goes there and checks it out now is there anything else you're hoping to do meaning as we move deeper into the summer, are you looking for more collaboration or partnerships or anything else that you think might be, like you said earlier, maybe it's an idea that you've been cooking up um, yeah. and you're thinking about if I had the right partner, if I had this in place, I would be able to do do, do my next big pivot.
1: Right. Well, the, the big thing that's on my mind right now is, um, you know, what's gonna happen in October for the main festival, you know, right now, Still seems that we would uh, host it in October, uh, live in person here in, o- in Ottawa, but there's a very real chance that that's not gonna happen. I saw an article the other day, I think, that said Facebook has canceled all their events with 50 plus people until June 1st,
0: 2021. Yes, like, oh, I read no. that too. <laughs>
1: um, You know, and who knows, I'm sure that's precautionary, but so it is a real chance. So I, I've got to come up with something like that, and a film festival we can definitely run online. Um, as a business, we're not going to get the revenue because uh, that we would get if We had it in person in terms of um, we have a bit of a mini expo as well um, mm-hmm. at the same time as the festival. And so we get a lot of revenue from sponsors and then from from booths at the at the expo. Um, so, you know, I'll have to find some way to replace that, um, you know, potentially online. There's going to be way more viewers than we're out there in person. So maybe more sponsors will be interested. Yeah. Um yeah, these are the these are the things that are pivoting in, in my mind and with our team daily right now of how we can best spin this. That's uh, you know going to be best for the community and and make it most accessible, um, but also still you know making sure we cover our costs and 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 keep the keep the festival alive.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the key right now is making sure we keep, like you said, the festival our business is alive. Trying to find a way to to make it work, and also is there a right tweak to make kind of the in-person events, a virtual option, you know, is there still mm-hmm. a way that you can partner, sh- partner with local organizers, um, local um, people that have events that have transitioned online, if they start offering paid type of events, maybe that model does exist. Maybe there's an mm-hmm. option to kind of have a paid kind of film screening, or like you said, you have some of the shorter films versus the longer films. Are there opportunities yeah. to do things a little bit differently, maybe doing watch parties, um mm-hmm. you know, that have the director or have you know someone who um yeah, creator yeah, in it, guest like speakers, that. yeah so yeah. it's almost a a little bit different experience um and using that as a way to kind of drive some revenue potentially um and like you said before some fundraising
1: yeah absolutely like you know i haven't you know i've had a, some film film directors come to the audio to to the festival in the past but you know, maybe this is a brilliant opportunity to get a lot more because I could just patch them in wirelessly instead of having to fly them to Ottawa. Um, so it's one, of those, yeah, it's one of those things where there's challenge, there's opportunity, and, and we just got to keep looking for the opportunity.
0: Yeah. And I also think staying positive about it. I don't know how you feel, Absolutely. especially, you know, all these emotions have been building up in a lot of us where it's like day to day, what's going on? What about this? Did you read that article? <laughs> I mean, how are mm-hmm. you feeling about kind of your business, the film festivals, you know, do you kind of feel like we're going to just wait and see? Or do you feel like you're going to start to get into a new zone, even if it's kind of a virtual zone while you still work the in-person events?
1: Yeah, as an entrepreneur, we're not very good wait and see people. (laughs) My head is just spinning, you know, spinning with ideas constantly. And it's like, well, what could we do here? No, that's coronavirus. That, no, no. Like, what, what, what type of business? What type of spinoff? What type of help? What type of um, problems can we solve that that are needed out there that that aren't affected by the coronavirus? Um, and uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that you know we're going to be uh, a friend and I are going to be starting a podcast soon, and so you know that's that's another avenue. That's another pivot. Um, and so yeah staying very positive and, and just kind of my the wheels are turning of like how can we where can we navigate this and and clearly it's not you know we're not gonna be social distancing for the next 15 years yes. but there's a real chance it could be for the next year and, and a year is a long time in, in a in a, um in a young business
0: a yeah. year is a long time especially it this is week. definitely a, a long time and for small businesses you know and mm-hmm. i think sometimes when we think small businesses we use the Maybe government definition of it, but for many of us in the vegan world, it, we're solopreneurs. Many people are, you know, it's them and a partner, or it's them and maybe five people on their team. So when you're kind of in that scaled back um, zone or in that small team, um, a year can be can be totally totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love that you're saying that you're trying different things. You're thinking about kind of launching things. Why don't we give everyone a little bit of background on this podcast that you're cooking up? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we uh, we've been working on it um, for for you know a few weeks now. A few, maybe a, well, we, me and myself, my partner, we talked about it maybe a couple months ago, and then in the last two weeks, I kind of uh, gave him a call. And like I think I'm ready <laughs> because I wasn't ready at the time. And all, so much of this stuff is timing, right? And um, yeah, we're we're calling it plant plant uh, plant based profits. A lot of peas in there. Plant based profits, and it's going to be a business podcast. Uh, we're going to focus it. Something similar to how I built this—the NPA, the NPR, the really popular NPR podcast—really um, uh, taking a deep dive with uh, entrepreneurs that have had tremendous successes in the plant-based business. So we're looking at, uh, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs that have maybe sold their business to to great exits, um, people that have climbed uh, climbed the ladder with their business and they've been around for a bunch of years and are extremely successful now, almost kind of the giants in our in our field. Uh, and and really taking a deep dive and seeing what we can draw, what inspiration we can draw from them, what lessons we can draw from them, and and we're also tweaking around maybe having kind of a another episode a week that's a bit more of like a coaching call, almost a mastermind, um, bringing on a, on a small business and and taking a deep dive into some of their current challenges. So uh, so two kind of aspects to that, but definitely a plant-based business focused. Um, not necessarily North America focused, but I'm from Canada. My partner's from the U.S. Uh, it seems like there's a few plant-based business podcasts out there now, but not a lot that are focusing on kind of the North America market. Uh, we'll have you know guests from around the world, but uh, North America will probably be our focus. So, um, yeah, we're just uh, working out the kinks here now and and streamlining and and narrowing the narrowing the focus, and uh, hopefully within the month we'll we'll launch.
0: Perfect. I hope. I get a link to it soon, and then we can share it out with everyone so that you can have an amazing launch. I think it's great to get more and more stories out there um, in the plant-based business world because we have such a diverse group of people. Um, Mm -hmm. And like you said, you have some people who are giants, some people who have done this, um, have done multiple businesses, and that story may not be on the tip of everyone's tongue. So being able to kind of highlight that and get people excited about the idea that there's many different people walking in this kind of journey um, Mm -hmm. and finding success different ways. So really excited to see your podcast when it comes out and excited to share it with our community as well. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. So as we wrap up today, I don't want to keep you too long. I don't want to keep everyone who's watching us too long um, either. Is there any kind of recommendations that you have for people out there? You had mentioned in the beginning when you were thinking about the film festival, you had all these ideas. And sometimes, you know, many of us, me included, you know, we can we can take the more complicated path. Um, when we have a great idea, we have kind of something that we're thinking about doing. So, do you have any recommendation for anyone out there that may be trying to think about what their next pivot is, what's their change, how they're going to adapt, but they're maybe taking hmm. that more complicated approach? Do you have any recommendations on how they can streamline, simplify, or how they should move forward so they don't don't get stuck or stay stuck?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think um, you know I. Tapping into your resources, tapping into your contacts, your friends, your family, and, and let people know. You know, there's definitely a side of people that come into entrepreneurship that want to keep their their idea a the secret until until it goes live. <laughs> but but that's that's not you're, you're closing a lot of doors to a lot of help that way. Uh, and let people know. Keep asking out there. Uh, you know, keep thinking about what problems are you solving. What problems are you solving? And and if you're solving a problem for somebody else, like that's a business and um, and people are going to be interested in that and if you've got an easier way you know obviously you're solving a problem so you've come up with some kind of streamline and um, I think I think the biggest thing is is just tapping into your resources and and don't overthinking it and don't need it doesn't need to be perfect don't try to make it perfect I love the quote that says um, perfect is the enemy of progress and and too many of us want things to be perfect before launching um, you know keep the idea of the minimal viable product uh, you know, just get something to market and and see if it sticks, Uh, keep trying and um, eventually something will stick and then you keep building on that and, and making it more perfect.
0: Perfect, I think that is great. Love that you got a quote in there as well. So thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to, you know, kind of let me know what you've been up to, how things are progressing, mm-hmm. and also letting everyone know about um, your offering of getting these films, um, film festival online. And the fact that many people who are watching this are gonna be able to have a treat maybe this weekend or next week mm-hmm. uh, where Absolutely. they can um, take a look at the film festival as well.
1: Yeah, and I should note right now we've seen that it's gonna be live um, for free until June 30th. And, and we'll kind of a reevaluate towards the end of June on. on how things are going, but right now it's, uh, it's free till June 30th. So um, check it out while you can.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks again. And I think we're going to end this interview we'll see people on the next. All right. Take care. Thanks, Sean.
1: Thanks. Bye-bye.